you know, when you really need to show up in your life and you need to have that energy, you need to have that vitality. You need to have like taken care of yourself because you need to be there physically and mentally. I have not done that. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit. If you are working on getting healthier, losing weight, improving your fitness, whatever it is, but you have this feeling that you should be getting better results, you're just not sure what you might be doing wrong. Well, I want to tell you, you are not alone. And that is the very reason why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways You're Wrecking Your Weight Loss, so that you can take a look at five of the most common reasons I see that people aren't getting the results that they deserve for all their hard work. Just five really quick fixes that can get you headed toward the results that you want. Check it out. You can download it by going to beginwithin.fit, clicking on the ebook button, or clicking on the link in the show notes. Check out my book. Let me know what you think. My guest today is Mark Hildebrand. He's a husband, he's a father, he's a best-selling author, he's a leadership coach, and he's gone through his very own huge transformation of losing more than 100 pounds through his own weight loss journey. And he's here today to talk about how mindset is so important in the process of making a transformation, in the process of personal growth and of course, that's why we're here. When we when we think about health, when we think about fitness, it's all about becoming better. It's all about growing as individuals and just being better versions of ourselves. And that's something that Mark is super, super comfortable talking about. And that is a space where he has a ton of experience. Did I mention as well that he's an LAPD officer? I don't, I don't know if that, maybe that just blew your mind to add that onto all the things that he does. This guy can balance. He's balancing in life. And he's going to share with you some of the ways that he has made that possible. Um, from right rock bottom is what he's going to talk about, just like you saw in the title for this episode. From rock bottom into taking charge, taking control of his mindset. Here are some things that I want you to listen for as we go through this interview together. So just prepare your mind for what you're about to hear so that when you hear it during the interview, you can ah, pay very close attention to what we are talking about. First of all, I already mentioned the number one thing that I want you to listen for is our conversations around mind 
set mindset specifically. He is going to talk about why this whole process of making changes in life that you want to stick around, whether they be weight loss or changes in fitness and health in other ways, is all about mindset. We're also going to talk a ton about the people around you. So I want you to listen for that, the ways that not only they can help and support you, but how you can help and support them and why the people around you should be always changing. The people around you should always be leveling up, let's say. Better quality people around you. Um, we'll talk about that. Why that needs to change, right? The same set of, of colleagues won't serve you forever. And finally, we're going to talk about voices a little bit. The voices that you hear inside your head. All the different ones. In fact, thousands, tens of thousands of different voices every single day. Those are thoughts. We're going to talk about which ones you listen to, which ones you don't listen to, and really what they're all there for. Like how, how do they serve you in the journey of personal improvement, in the journey of personal growth, in the journey of health, fitness, and weight loss. And along with that, we're going to just dip into another area that Mark loves to talk about, and that is self-sabotage. So get ready. Enjoy the interview here with Mark Hildebrand. Basically what rock bottom is, is it's a thought, right? It's a thought. It's like a distinguishing line that you decide to put in the sand somewhere. And it could be anywhere. It could be like, I've got to get to it still. Right. Or it could be like, Hey, I was there like three weeks ago and I'm never going to get back there again. Right. So like this, this idea of like rock bottom, so many people like, Oh, I'm not sure if at rock bottom, you can change that at any given moment. For me personally, like um, I was hundred pounds overweight. I was giving it all to my career. I was like trying to juggle 8 million things and doing all of it terrible, right? Um, and then my rock bottom moment was when my son was born. So my son was born at 27 weeks. Um, he was one pound, nine ounces. I could fit him in the palm of my hand. Um, he couldn't breathe on his own. And um, he spent 73 days in the NICU. Um, and it was at that moment when you know, when you really need to show up in your life and you need to have that energy, you need to have that vitality, you need to have like taken care of yourself because you need to be there physically and mentally. I had not done that. I was like giving it to every other part of my life. And because of that, I couldn't show up for my son. So um, I know we were kind of talking a few minutes ago, uh, a lot about like um, parenting and whatnot. Yeah. For me, my sticking point is when I start doing, when my actions start affecting my kids, game over. I will, I refuse to do that. And when, if it's just me, if I'm just working, working on me and getting my own health and all that kind of stuff, I'm like, well, I can give into myself not, but mm -hmm. when you include my son in that and saying like, Hey, he didn't sign up to have me as his father, but yet I couldn't show up at the way that I wanted to show up for him. Like, you know, when you have, a, when you have your firstborn and you have to leave the hospital and leave him there and then go back and see like the crib and all the things that you have at home and then come back every single day that wears on you. And if I had been more physically mentally and emotionally, like really resilient, I would not have gone through all the things that I had to go through after that, including like um, uh, shingles, I developed shingles because of it. My work suffered, all of these different areas. So that was my rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And all it was, was me making a decision and like, I have no idea what I have to do to get out of here, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'm willing to find things outside of myself, right? Because at the time I had convinced myself I could figure it out on my own. And I was like, no, 
Mr. Ego, you got to step out of the way because your son is at like, you're literally doing this and not being able to show up for your son. So why don't you let the ego go and find a coach, find a team, find whatever you need to. And if it didn't work, guess what? Keep trying to find it until you found it. So that was my version of rock bottom. Gotcha. So I, I'm hearing like there, there's a lot, there's some humility in it. Mm. All of a sudden rock bottom probably brings out that humble side of like, I can't do this on my own. I'm going to, whatever it takes, yes. I'm going to fix this. 100%. And, and it's just, it's just, it's a mindset shift. Like it's, and I literally, I mean, I, I, I have a book and we'll talk about it probably a little bit yeah. later, but it's all about mindset, right? I know a lot of people in our profession, they want to know like, which workout did we do? Which nutrition did we do? And all this kind of stuff. And those are important, but if you're not doing it, doesn't matter what you're doing, right? If you're not really finding that mindset that will get you to show up and like really go all in, you're never going to find that thing. Right. And so it's just that, that tweak of mindset of like, Hey, you know what? Maybe I don't know it all. Maybe I got to learn something. Maybe I can connect with somebody else who's been down this path before because I want to get there fast. Like, I don't want to take the long way and try and figure it out on my own. I'm like, Hey, you've walked this path. Can you walk me there? Can you show me the path that you took so I can get here? Anytime I can do that, I'm hundred percent all in, but I do have to say for the first, you know, 32 years of my life, I wasn't like that. I was like, I'll figure it out on my own. I'll do this all by myself. I'll try and work out by myself. I'll try and eat healthy by myself. And it didn't get me to where I wanted to be. So it was yeah. just that mindset shift of being put in that moment that was like, okay, I'm willing to get uncomfortable because I never want to feel like this again. Gotcha. So what, what were those first steps like for you after that kind of tipping point, that big shift? Great question. Um, so Really what I wanted to do is I wanted to find somebody else, somebody else who maybe was a few steps ahead of me, somebody who could give me some like different ideas. And then I wanted to put myself in an environment that I would hang out with more of the people who were in congruence with where I wanted to get. So um, I found a coach. I found a coach who was like, hey, let me just um, let me share with you some of the different things that I've been doing personally. And so I was able to start working with that. But at the same time, I found a group of people that I was hanging out with. That I, that I started to hang out with that would give me like um, really the support I needed in the, in the way or in, on the path to being able to lose hundred pounds. And it was just like changing up that environment as much as possible. Now being a police officer, sometimes I couldn't change that up. Sometimes the person who was sitting right next to me in the police car was not the kind of person who was work on a, working on his health. He wasn't like a positive growth oriented person. And so I had to protect myself by making sure that those five, the, the five that you spend the most time with were those very, the, the right people who are in alignment with my specific goals. And not like right or wrong, because there's right or wrong humans, but really just like their goals were in alignment with mine. Because when you're hanging around mm. with other people like that, when you're being pushed up to the next level, because a coach really does believe in you, you're going to just start showing up and doing the things that you know you need to do. And it'll just be a natural habit, right? If everybody else around you is working out, if everybody else around you is bringing their food, if everybody else around you is making their, their, their wife or their kids important, it's so much easier for you to do that. But the opposite is true too, right? If you're around people who don't work out or you're worrying about, you're around people who don't really take their family priority, go out poker night and drinking. Like there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not somebody I want to align myself with. So my first step was like making sure that I put myself in that environment where mm -hmm. I could continue to grow, continue to be uncomfortable and people to like say, Hey, you know, maybe you should try this and just trying a whole bunch of stuff. It wasn't the first thing that I did that made me lose hundred pounds. It was like, probably like the 17th thing that I did. Right. And it's still being tweaked right now. Even after losing hundred pounds, I still tweak it and adjust it as I get older. Right. It's always this constant for me. It's like growth. Like who can I surround myself with that will actually get me to continue growing and trying new things to figure out what exactly is going to work for me. Yeah. Awesome. What were some of the challenges, maybe some of the biggest challenges 
as I'm listening to you, I'm imagining making some of those changes about the people that you're around that comes with challenges. Mm -hmm. But then I thought maybe that's not the biggest or some of the big challenges that you encountered and how'd you You overcome them? You ask great questions, Nate. You have great questions. And I'm going to go into my book right now. Sure. Because here's the thing. Um, We all like to coach. What I like to say is coach the action line. Like what are the things that I can do so that I can achieve those goals, right? What are the things that I need to do? And real, really, we need to take a step back and we need to get to the mindset, right? We learn how, we have to learn how to master our mindset, really master like how we can coach ourselves. What you just did right there is you literally just did it, right? You're like, well, hey, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with like removing these people from my from my life, right? But at the same time, what that is, and, and I talk about this in, in my certification as head versus heart. That's your head voice trying to keep you safe. It's like, you're, it, hey, let's just keep you safe. If you keep doing this, what you've always done, you'll be safe. You won't be thrown out of the tribe, right? You'll be able to, okay. like, people won't think you're weird. They're not going to say things about you, but you're going to be safe right here. For me, I like to think about it in terms of heart voice, because I can think about that same set of facts on the outside, like, hey, I have to hang out with other people to be like, you know what, it's going to be so much easier for me. This is going to make so much more of an impact in my life. Like if I think about like what it, what it is that these things are going to get me over time, not only going to have more energy, but I'm going to be now modeling the behavior for my kids. I'm going to be showing them that they're important because they're more important than going out and watching, doing all these football things and stuff like I used to do. Right. And I'll be able to like create this amazing connection with that at home. The thing is, is those two things are both true. They're both true. It's just, which one do you want to focus on? And when you figure out like, hey, I want to focus on this one, it helps you to like really be able to master your mindset to go, hey, this is going to help me to show up in this area. So the way that you think of it is most important. So like you said, people can be like, oh my God, I'm going to lose these people from my life. What are they going to say? They've been my friends the whole time. That's that head voice. It's trying to keep you stuck, right? It's trying to keep you comfortable. But at the same time, I can think about that and go, you know what? I'm going to be able to create more friends. I'm going to be able to find more people who like value their family. I'm going to be able to like model this behavior for my kids, right? I'm going to be able to be that leader, that sergeant that I want to be, where I'm not just doing things to be comfortable. I'm getting uncomfortable too and teaching other people. That's where you need to be, right? And so if I focus on this voice, this gets me to really show up and do those things that I need to do instead of this voice over here. So if I had to say there's one thing that holds people back the most, it's how they think about it in here. And when you just have a little bit of a tweak, you're like, whoa, like I can actually go down this path and enjoy it and be in the, in the right, you know, you, it, it's so much easier to go that path um, as you continue to go. Gotcha. Was that for you something that you brought into this process from another mm-hmm. area of life? Was it something that you learned from a coach along the way? How, where did this come from for you, this, this mindset? Uh- Nate, dude, you, you just ask <laughs> awesome questions, man. Um, so I've thought about this a lot. Um, so I've gone through a lot of different certifications. I've gone through life coach certification. I actually have my own life coach school right now. Um, and so that process is something that I think about a lot is like, how in the world did I come up with this? Yeah. And I didn't really what it was is like when I first got connected to a coach, one of the things they talked about was personal growth. They were talked about personal growth, like, hey, like read books, pick up things that like really get you to show up, right? I mean, and, and personal growth, it's not, it's called personal growth for a reason. Like it's real personal growth when it affects every area of your life, right? Mm-hmm. So if you read a book and it helps make you consistent as a, as a father, as a husband, as a police sergeant, as a business owner, right? As, a, as your health and fitness enthusiast, like that is called personal growth, right? Personal development. And so I really got into that. And what I realized is I'm like, I don't know why, but every time that I read this book, 
I get excited. I start taking the right actions. I start like fueling myself. And then I started to realize like later down the, by the way, after I lost weight, I never knew this in the, in the interim. I was like, I just like reading and listening to books. Right. But what I found is like, I'm like, why is it that that got me to take action? And it was because of in here, right? So you read a book like, let's say, uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he starts talking to you about the science behind habits and how to really like, um, let's say, uh, set up your environment for success, right? So you put things like on the counter that you want to eat, whether it's healthy foods, you put them at the front of the refrigerator, you put them on the counter, right? And you hide anything that could potentially be like the negative stuff, right? So you want to hide like soda or you want to hide like the booze and stuff like that, right? Because it's just natural. You set your environment up for success. It's going to remind you. But then I'm like, wait, like even one step deeper, that's just a like a thought that he's planning in here of like, hey, why don't you, why don't you think about this in terms of setting your environment up? And I'm like, it's just the mindset. He's just implanting it by these books. He's giving me an idea of like, hey, guess what? You can make this easier on yourself. And so I went out and I did it. And I'm like, wow, this is awesome, right? But that wasn't until like way down the line when I'm like, hey, people like you had asked me that question 80 million times. And I was like, oh, it was this book. Oh, it was this book. And then you take a step back and you go, it's not necessarily the book. It's the different ways they get you to think outside of your norm, right? outside of what you normally would think. And that little planting of that seed like really can develop if you really focus your time and attention on it. So that, that kind of gives you an example. I don't know. Does that make sense for you? Yeah. Just became yeah. like a, a method of, of finding solutions and kind of challenging the status quo. And yeah, 100%. Um, you said something that I appreciated and I, I, I have to imagine as you're helping other people that you found it, um, and that is with personal growth, everything has to change. Otherwise it's not personal growth. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm curious about the contrast to that is, is, is it people that are, Hey, I'm just going to lose weight and everything's going to stay the same. And then I'm going to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And until they embrace the fact that like, Hey, I, everything has to change if I'm going to change. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not really sure where the question is here. But have you found that to be true, that, that that's a big sh a shift that we all need to make in order to end up going where we want to go in yeah. terms of growth and, and change? And towards what, like, based off of your question, I want to kind of like break it down like this. Um, so there's many different ways that you can, you can like interpret that. You can interpret personal growth two ways. One is with your head voice and the other is your heart voice. Perfect example, right? So your head is like, wait, I have to change. I have to change. So there's something wrong with me. I'm broken. Like I, I need to be somebody else entirely different. That's a head voice. That's like trap, like run away from personal growth, right? But personal growth over here, which I choose to believe in more than the one over here is like, think about the person that I will become and how I will be able to impact the world because of that, right? Mm. So even just thinking about that, like this whole idea of personal growth, people run away from the idea, like you have to change. But my mentor says something very, very powerful. He says, your outward success is an expression of your inner growth. Your outward success okay. is an expression of your inner growth. If you don't have outward success, it's because you haven't grown enough internally to become the person that has that kind of success. So for me, this could also be head or heart, right? It's, it could be, hey, we're broken. There's something wrong with us. Like I can't get myself to work out, right? Or if you become the kind of person who just does that naturally, right? 
you're the kind of person who's like, Hey, I just want to inspire people or, Hey, I want to be able to coach other people. I want my kids to see this. So they don't have to go through the same struggles as me. I want to feel more energetic. I want to be able to get down on the ground and play with my kids and do all these kind of things. Right. I don't want to be like, you know, age so quickly. I can't take care of myself or do any of those things that I want to be able to do for the long term, Right. And so when you really focus on that, you can focus on that heart voice. You can be like, Hey, I can actually take the actions that I need to take by focusing on like the great stuff that's going to happen out of this and just know that I'm going to keep growing. I have the opportunity to grow. This is something that I kind of experienced because once you start to like differentiate that and you're like, Hey, I'm willing to grow is you'll find that on your journey, there'll be people who are around you and they decide this is their cap for growth. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I refuse to cap my growth. I'm like, what's next? And what you do is you're going to have to keep leveling up your coaches. You're going to have to keep leveling up the people that you have around you. Mm. You're going to have to keep leveling up your workouts, the way that you eat, all that kind of stuff. Because to get to that next level, right? We have to become something else entirely different. And here's the thing. This is the way that I choose to think of it, right? Because if you start doing that, it kind of can feel awkward that you're like, you feel like you're leading people behind. And I choose to think that I'm not leaving anybody behind. They just decided not to go on the walk with me. Right. And so it's just, that's just the way that it is. And at any time, if they want to, I can help them get to to where it is that I am, not because I'm any better than anybody. By the way, I didn't know any of this stuff back when I was hundred pounds overweight, when I was playing video games all day, when I wasn't spending time with my wife, like I didn't, I screwed this all up, but you can change this when you become like the master of up here, like what's going through your mind. And what's crazy is like, you're going to have those limiting beliefs, those things that pop up that try to get you off course, right? That head voice that's going to come up and it happens to me too. But when you can recognize it, then you're like, whoa, like if I focus on that, I'm going to go down this path, right? If I focus on like my kid, my son will like burp at the table. It's very easy for me to go, dude, if I was a kid, when I was a kid and I burped at the table, like I would have got one of these, right? It's very easy to focus on that. But guess what happens? You become that parent that you don't want to become. You become like your parents, right? You become like getting angry, getting frustrated, telling people to go to their room. And guess what that promotes? Disconnection. I don't want to be disconnected from my kids. I don't. I want to be connected. So what I can do is go, huh, well, he is only 12. Like, and you know, that's the way that's probably what exactly what I would do when I was 12. It's actually a good opportunity for me to kind of like teach him some manners, teach him what that means. But also, you know what, when you, when you were like in a different country, burping is like a sign of like respect for the person who cooked, right? They're like, yeah, that means, so it's like not the burp that caused that, but it's just our limiting beliefs go down that path. So I, I, I stop myself and I go, you know what, I'd rather go down this path and create that connection with him rather than the disconnection. So it's not just with health and fitness, even though that's where I started, but it's with parenting. It's with my police career. It's with social media. It's with all of these different things. You can really like learn how to listen to the voice that you want to actually take the actions with. Yeah. I I love it. And I, we've, I've had a couple of guests on that talk about voices Mm -hmm. and I, I love it because we, if you heard somebody you know, just saying like, oh, I'm hearing voices. I'm going to listen to this voice that we, we think like, oh man, that's, that's messed up. But the reality is like, oh, it's so healthy to start separating out, like labeling and sorting mm-hmm. the voices, the parts of us. I want this because then we can, we can decide, right. Which one to listen to versus 100%. like, which ones, you know, which one's a real me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and I remember there's a, there was a, that actual story where they're like, 
um, there's like the two wolves or whatever. And, um, and the son was like asking like, Hey dad, which, which wolf is going to win? And he says, well, whichever one I feed. Right. Yeah. That's the same thing. You know, like it, it's both of those, like there's, we have 50,000 thoughts a day, right? That's what I'm talking about. Like our voice, their yeah. thoughts, they're like, they go through our head. A lot of them, we don't even realize they're based off of the past. They're based off of things that have happened. There's based off of emotional experiences, things that like, we don't like consciously think about anymore. Right. They're like literally built in there and everything is flowing through them and they just automatically happen. And we tend to think like, oh, well, because they automatically happen. then that means that that's the path that I need to go down. But like you said, when you kind of can kind of just detach yourself from it, right. You can go, wait, but do I have to, but is there another way of thinking about this? You know, mm-hmm. how might I think about this differently so that the same situation can happen, right? Because I can't change the things that happen outside of me, but I can take this path instead of this one. Is there a different way I can think about this? And the answer is always yes. Because here's the thing too with your brain is when you ask it a powerful question, it will find the answers. So yeah. if you ask it a powerful question based off of potential, based off of purpose, like what's the way that I can actually think about this in a positive way, you will find the answers. You may not have it right there, but your brain will now be searching for it, like in your environment, in a book that you read, in an audio, maybe in a podcast, maybe this is a podcast with you, Nate. They're like, oh, that's it, right? Because you're open to it. But if you're like, yep, yeah, this is just the way it is. Can't, I can't change it. It would have been there anyway, but you never would have heard it. It would have never sunk in is what they said. It's always yeah. there. It depends on what we like program. And if you ask yourself a great question like that, you'll find it. Yeah. And I, uh, I wonder too, if a lot of times we get stuck just trying to resist one voice rather than like what I've heard from you is your, your, your journey has been about like finding, finding the path, finding the one to listen to, finding the the way to go rather than pushing against the the one that you didn't want to listen to. Yeah. 100%. I mean, that, that is a, that's probably a topic for another couple of podcasts, right. but that has to do with like self-sabotage, right? It also has to do with beating ourselves up based off of what happens outside of us. So let's say we have one of those moments where we like, we break down and we, we yell at our kids or we go out and we eat something we shouldn't eat or drink something we shouldn't drink, or we skip a workout or whatever. There's like nothing positive that comes from beating yourself up. There's nothing positive. Like you don't take more positive action after that and you compound the negative. Instead you go, okay, what can I learn from this? Like, what is something that I can learn? So the next time I don't do this. And guess what? If next time I, I still am on this path, maybe I'll try something different. And, but I'm not going to beat myself up about it because when you start beating yourself up about it, that's when you start what's called buffering, right? You start continuing to go down that path. And once you go down that path, you're like, you try to escape whatever it is by eating more or do, you know, going down that path that you don't want to go on because you're really just beating yourself up. So this whole idea of like self-sabotage, it's, it's something that I've like, <laughs> I've experienced a lot in my entire life, right? Because it's very easy for us to sabotage ourselves. It's really our head voice talking ourselves out of doing it, right? Our head wants to keep us safe. And the only way it knows to keep us safe is to keep us doing the same thing that we've always done. But that's also not where growth happens. I want to do new stuff. I want to do things I've never tried before. And that's scary. And my brain knows it. And it's like, wait, Mark. And then we, you know, get home from a long day at work and we say, I deserve to go out and drink or go out and eat this food. And in reality, it doesn't make sense, right? I deserve to treat my body good by going out and harming it, right? It doesn't make right. sense. But that's the way that our, our brain and, and our self-sabotage will kind of kick in. Yeah. And, and I still have that stuff happen. And I'm sure you do still to this day. It's right. You look at people who have, who are like extremely successful, people who have that thing that you want. Like one of the things that I want, I, I always try to make sure people know is like, they're not any different than, than you. 
Nope. They're not any different. They still have their own demons. They still have their own self-sabotage. They still have their own thing. They've been able to work through it, but they're getting to that next level, right? You never run out of things that you're going to have to like, um, you're going to have to sabotage. Like sabotage is going to continue to try and take over your life. It's just a matter of like when you become aware of it and realizing like, Hey, everybody else is like this too. Everybody else is going through it kind of brings it back down to reality. Cause sometimes we look at the people who are like a few steps ahead of us and we're like, I'll never get there. Like they must have a perfect life because they see their Instagram photos. Right. But in reality, if you were them, you were like, wow. Okay. So you don't have it all under control. You don't, you don't need to have it under control. We are all humans with this brain that tries to get us off track. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to talk about the best way to follow your work. If someone's listening, like, man, I want, you mentioned your book. Mm-hmm. How, how do they get their hands on that? So if you go to um, uh, mindsetwithmark.com forward slash book, um, I have a uh, opportunity to get the book for free, just pay for shipping and handling. Um, and then they can uh, get a copy of the book, dive into this whole philosophy in terms of like how I, um, master my mindset. Really, it's about being able to coach myself. Um, and then, of course, I, I have my own podcast. It's called Mindset with Mark. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, all that great stuff. Um, but I also want to say, like, um, and, and acknowledge and appreciate you for a second, Nate. Um, so here's the thing: like, it's great to be able to pick up a book. It's great to be able to follow people on social media. But here's the thing: like, um, we all are in need of coaches. We're all in need of like continuing to like connect with those people who are in alignment with what it is that we do, right? So when it comes to like having somebody that you actually can walk through this system with, when it, whether it's you know Nate really connecting with what they're doing, the amazing things that they're doing when it comes to health and nutrition, like really finding people to continue to level up. Because even if you're reading a book, even if you're like listening to a podcast, it's an entirely different level when you connect with somebody who is really passionate about what it is that they do. And they have resources for you like you guys have. So, and I know that putting together a podcast like this, Nate, because I have my own podcast, it's hard, right? To put together all this stuff, to have all the technology, to post it up, to get the feedback from people and to do all that kind of stuff. And so I just want to acknowledge and appreciate you because obviously it's it's a very powerful and an important thing to be doing, but it could very easily be that we all talk ourselves out of doing it. So if nobody's thank you for that, for that today, Nate, I, I want to thank you. So I appreciate you for That's having awesome. me on. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Um, kind of just one last question. If someone's listening and they're, they're ready to make a change, Mm-hmm. what would be the first step that you'd recommend for them to begin? Mm. What this might be a, the first? This is, <laughs> this is like an entirely different training, but I want to, I want to give you this. And that is like, um, sometimes we don't necessarily believe it's possible for us because we have all the behind the scenes view, but what's incredible is that you can hold on to the coattails of somebody else's belief in you until you do. So like, Mm -hmm. that's really the power of finding a coach and finding a team, because sometimes we're like, I don't even know if this is possible for me. I don't even know if I have this hard voice. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do these things, but see, here's the thing too. When you connect with somebody like who can really like feel this feeling of, oh man, Nate believes in me. Like maybe I don't believe in me, but Nate does. Then I think I can do this. It's just an, an, it will take you on an entirely different journey. All right. So it doesn't have to be anything that all comes from you. All right. You can connect with somebody, a coach, you can find somebody to ride on the, their coattails until you do believe in yourself. And then, then I believe it's your responsibility to give your coattails to somebody else. So really find that connection, find that coach, find that person that's going to 
believe in you, that's going to stretch you, that's going to push you, not from a place of like, hey, I'm beating you up because you didn't do this, but I'm, but instead, because I know your potential and your potential is so much more. And when you find that person, grab on and begin the ride. Awesome. Mark Hildebrand, thanks so much for being here. Absolutely, sir. Thank you for having me. That was great, right? Just being able to take a little bit of time out of the day and think about mindset and how absolutely important it is for you and me to do that. Now, you heard about Mark's book. I'm going to make sure that that link is in the show notes for you to to go check out. So if you didn't um, pop that in and go check out his book during the interview, you can still do that. Go into the show notes, click on the link, and go and get yourself a copy of Mark's book. Now, I want to dig in a little bit on one of the themes I asked you to listen for. Of course, we, we talked about mindset, why that is so important, absolutely. And then we talked about the voices, <laughs> which is really fun, right? So if you've got different voices, they're telling you different things, don't worry about that. Just decide which one you're going to listen to, which one's going to really serve you the most in your journey to improve your health, your fitness, and or weight loss, if that's what you're after. The one that I really want to focus on, though, is the one that kind of came up again and again from the time that he talked about his journey of going from rock bottom into having a better grip on on the mindset and the things that he needed to do to get to where he wanted to be, to show up the way that he wanted to, especially for his family, right? We talked about that. So here, here it was. It was that theme around the people, that are around you. And we've we've talked about that before here on this show many, many times, right? We've talked about the connections that we can make, the people that are around us. I know Mark mentioned that, that famous quote of um, who you spend the most time with, that that's the way that you're going to be, right? Who are the five people you're closest to? That's You're going to be an average of those five people. So here's the thing, when it comes to this journey of improving our health or losing weight, if that's what you're after. I know that's the case for many of you. Who's around you? Who's really supporting you to not just, hey, you can do it, but to model the behaviors, the behaviors that you need to incorporate into your life to make it happen? Who is in a very positive way and maybe with some tough love helping to hold you accountable? Who And who is there for you to be able to get some real support from? Is there someone that can can provide all those things for you? And not just one person. Is there another one? Is there a third? Is there a fourth? Is there a fifth? And maybe you're starting to think, whoa, I'm running out of people that fit that description in my life. That's okay. But that means you've got to take charge now of the process instead of just, you know, bumbling through life and, oh, I found somebody who seems supportive. I'm going to keep them with me. And then the next person, you know, months or years down the line, oh, you come along with me too. I think you're going in the same direction as me. Who's there who has gone before you, right? They're already in the place that you're headed next and can help you to get there. This is something that we all have to think about and something that we have to reassess from time to time because I love the point that Mark highlighted in that it's that we're going to outgrow those people that we've looked to as coaches or or as supporters because we get to that 
place where we are trying to go. And if we're going to level up from there, we have to have other people to help pull us up. Right? We have to surround ourselves with people now who are already at the next level that can help us to, to grow into that. So super interesting thoughts. And what I want you to encourage, want to encourage you to do is to think about your network. Think about the people around you. And if you've got some, some people right now that are supporting you, kind of, like I said, pulling you up from above, they're already in the place where you want to be and they're going to help you to get there. Tell them how much you appreciate them. Maybe we've been um, taking them for granted a little bit. Tell them how much you appreciate them. And if you need somebody that's going to be able to do that, it's on you to make it happen. It's on you to add that person into your life, whatever it takes, right? If it's an investment of maybe putting yourself out there, asking, hey, can you help me? Right? That takes some humility. It takes some inner strength. It takes courage to do that. We have to go find that person and ask them for help. Maybe it's investing, right? In somebody that is offering that as a service. There's nothing wrong with that. There could be some real value that comes from putting, you know, some skin in the game, actually investing in having somebody like that in our life for a time, right? There's no coach that's going to be there forever. They shouldn't be because they should be helping you level up and then you need to go and find more people because you outgrew that that coach or that supporter, right? And of course, there's people with us in our life. They're always going to be there. People that we're close to, people who are really there for us through thick and thin, no matter what, right? Our family and our friends, they're going to always be there. But we have some control over the other people people that are in our lives and we can do some editing and so after listening to this this episode this interview about how important mindset is and how important the people around us can be it might be time for for all of us to just do an, do an assessment see where we're at and make some changes if necessary there's nothing wrong with that that is part of personal growth that's part of this process of continuing to improve. So that's what I want to ask you to do. Maybe some action steps at the end of this episode is just really sit down and think about where you're going. Make it very clear for yourself. Where are you headed and who is there who's already with you, who's in that spot, who you might be able to reach out to for some help and some support, some guidance, extra accountability. And what can you do to find more people like that. Where can you go to find them? Reach out. That should be a constant part of the process for all of us is taking advantage of the benefit of relationships, of others who will help us to do more than we would do on our own, help us to be more than we could be on our own and achieve more than we could achieve on our own. I've said enough on the topic for today. I want to thank you so much for being here again with me this week on the Begin Within podcast. I will talk to you again next week. 